Drew is increasing the prices of his floats at his float center and increasing the price of his memberships. We're going to dive into it, talk about when to decide it's time to raise your prices, how to go about doing that, and uh, no time like now during the holidays to start up a price increase in January. It, it just makes sense, and we'll dive into that too. So let's see here. But without further ado, I do want to give a big shout out to Helmbot. Helmbot is super simple to use. I think this is a really overlooked aspect of it, which is that different uh, booking softwares can be incredibly cumbersome to use, whereas Helmbot is absolutely intuitive, which is not just nice as somebody like me managing the business, but it's really nice for training employees. They have so many new things going on. They're learning how to clean the rooms, customer intros, the layout of the space. Uh, learning a new UX is just a whole nother step. And when it's intuitive and easy to pick up, that makes our training so much simpler and so much faster. And honestly, I think it improves our employee satisfaction as well. But it's not uh, just simple because it does very little. It's simple, yet it does a lot. It goes deep. So check it out at helmbot.com. Get a tour and see everything that it can do for you. Again, that's helmbot.com. Also, a big shout out to isopod, I-S-O-P-O-D.com. Speaking of simple, <laughs> these float tanks are designed very simply as well. Now, mind you, they have their computer chips and everything, and actually, we're updating ours currently. It's kind of nice. They just mail us out a, an update chip and, and uh kind of plug and play, we go ahead and do that. So that's pretty cool. But overall, you know, we're just changing out filters and making sure the peroxide levels are right in our float tank. There's not a lot of um, hiccups with the float tanks, not a lot of things to go wrong. They're built like a rock. And as I really like to say, every time customers walk in and they just go, oh, wow, or they breathe a sigh of relief at the sight of the isopod float tanks, just because they're so friendly and so incredibly spacious, i-sopod.com. Again, is where you want to go to check them out. Tell them Art of the Float sent ya. And yeah, without further ado, let's get this show started. Welcome back to another episode of Art of the Float. My name is Dylan. I own a float shop in Portland, Oregon. And gosh, we were talking about it before the show. And honestly, I don't know how many times we've raised our prices. I want to say it's only been two times since we opened. And this is Kim Hannon from Sukino Float Center in Salt Cave in Southern Indiana. And we actually just raised our prices a couple of months ago for the very first time. First time, um, all right. In three years, yeah. This is Drew from New Hampshire Float. And I have raised my single float once in four years. And otherwise, I have never raised a price. Um, and that's changing January 1st. Okay. So, yeah, you, yeah. you brought that up. Um, gosh, it was a, quite a few episodes. Well, a few weeks ago. What is time? But, uh, but in a concept, an idea. But um, so it's actually happening. It's going in, into effect. Um, can you tell us what your current pricing is, what your future pricing is, and how you're notifying everybody? So that's been something I've really been thinking about because do you make an announcement about that? Do you try to create some FOMO in that it's going up? Um, I, as I've been thinking about this, I keep, I keep raising the price a little bit the, as I get closer to doing it. <laughs> so currently a single float is $69. Um, my membership is $49. The single float and membership, I wanted to raise each one by 
six dollars so that it would be 75 and 55 mm-hmm. and i'm even thinking of raising it to 78 dollars which would still be um you know competitive as far as any other float center in the area mm-hmm. um but yeah one of the th- i've always been a little bit nervous about it but i think we had we had talked about it dylan and you said people won't even notice you'll just People will pay whether it's sixty nine dollars or seventy five dollars. People are just going to get the float, and it won't be a big deal to most people, especially for new people who haven't come in yet. Sure, They're, it's not going to be a sticker shock or anything to them. Um, but Could, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was, you know, I think even more than them noticing it, I think you won't notice like a drop off. I think that would be my main takeaway from doing price increases, like. Oh, business hasn't changed at all. <laughs> Just the same number number of people are floating. Yeah, so that would be a, fantastic, right? Yeah, right. we didn't we didn't have any change at all. We were pretty quiet about it, but we did let folks kn- know that our membership was going up. Um, we launched in uh, August, and we went from sixty nine dollars to seventy five. Our membership forty nine to fifty five. And we kept all of our members at the same rate. And that was, you know, the incentive. So we sent out one email actually about an event that was happening. And we said, this is your last chance to pop in and sign up at this lower rate before it goes up. Um, And we did have a couple of folks who took advantage of that. And then we actually did a membership drive shortly after, about a month and a half after that uh, price increase. We did a membership drive in October. And everybody who signed up during that month got to spin our little prize wheel. And so um, the price increase, honestly, like nobody, nobody noticed it. We did have... I think one person who came in, actually, no, it was a couple of members who came in and said like, Hey, I saw that your membership price went up, but like, you're still charging me the old rate. Mine, you, you missed changing mine. And like, they were crazy, honest and like awesome about it. And I was like, no, we didn't. Yeah. I'm like, we we didn't change yours. They're like, what? Like, no, we just kept it the same. Anybody who was already a member, I'm not saying we'll always do that, but for now that felt like the right Mm -hmm. thing to do. And so it was a, I mean, nobody has said anything at all. Um, so far, we've had one gift certificate come in that was for a dollar value of $69. And whenever I said, hey, our flutes are 75 now, she's like, all right, here's six bucks. Like, didn't bat an eyelash. And I, was like, I thought it was going to be this awkward conversation and yeah, totally it's, wasn't. It's always the internal feeling, I feel like. It's, it's this working up to, mm, it makes me wish Gloria was here. She could pep, yes. pep rally us through this here. By the way, Gloria's right. not here tonight. But um... so, Dylan, the more I learn about business, the more I I truly believe that there is so much to the mental side of it and the confidence and your thought mm-hmm. and how you go about things, even just mentally, because that's all like you said, it's an internal thing. That's our own minds creating this issue for raising prices. Every single one of my costs have gone up. Why Why do I feel weird about increasing <laughs> right. my prices? Yeah. Every right. cost has gone up. Yeah, exactly. So I, I shouldn't feel weird about that, but I definitely do. And I've been talking about raising my prices for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I just haven't pulled the trigger. And I think there's like a mental block thinking that like things are going really well right now. Things are going really smooth. But yeah, my costs have increased. So I should also increase. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not fair when like your revenue is staying at the same amount, but your costs are eating into that. You're making less and less. It's like, oh, wait a minute. This is 
this can't last forever. And for us at the shop, we're renting and our rent increases every single year. So just like by definition, we, you know, we, we have to, our bottom line gets bigger every time too, to, that we have to make. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that you have so much demand. I mean, you're often booked in advance and, you know, that alone is a time that you could be increasing your prices. So it's not just whenever your cost increase, like you can also kind of slow down a little bit of that demand naturally. You know, we've talked before Mm -hmm. about how sometimes people are upset because they can't get in fast enough. Like they wake up and they're in pain and then they call you and you're like, yeah, I can get you in in three weeks. How's that sound? You know, and, and so there's a little bit of that give and take, you know, it's not actually ideal to be a hundred percent booked every day because that means that you are missing out on some opportunity and i do i I have a philosophical thing that comes up in my mind like i wanted to make a joke like oh you know what out of the float we say you know when you're when you're fully booked up that's when you gouge them you know that's when you do your price increase and and that's kind of the the part the shadow part of me that's afraid of that's what i'm Mm -hmm. doing you know like Am I outpricing a particular type of person to come in? It actually came up the other day. Somebody walked in, asked about pricing, and on his way out, he was like, yeah, I'll look around and see somebody uh, for, like, um, I don't know if you call it blue-collar pricing or something like that, or, like, for the com- pricing for the common man or common worker or something like that. And I, it didn't even process in my brain. I was like, yeah, okay. He closed the door. I was like, oh, got it. Like, anytime anybody brings up price being an issue, I always let people know nobody's ever been turned away based on price. If we can work out some kind of a trade, cleaning, anything. I will let somebody in. I want there to be some, generally, I want there to be some kind of an exchange energetically, but um, it doesn't have to be money. Anyway, so, um, but that that isn't what you're describing. You're not saying I'm so full, now's my time to get rich off of these people and let it only be the elite that are floating. You're making less and less money. Right, and we wanted to slow some of that demand because we were we weren't able to help the people who really, really needed it. You know, I know we have one member in particular who would just come in and he would just walk in um, in the morning and say like, I need to float today. And Uh we, at the time when he had joined, he could do that every week Mm -hmm. and it was okay. But then as we started filling up more and more and more, we weren't able to serve him at all. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was a really hard conversation. He ended up buying one of our, our uh, annual packages, our, our, we call it the flex 40 and he didn't use it though. And it was because he wanted to just walk in and Mm -hmm. float on the days that he wanted, like the days that he needed it. And, you know, that part kind of stinks and having to help to train him to book ahead of time so that his care is proactive rather than reactive so that he doesn't have those days that he's waking up in pain as much, you know, and and that's kind of a re-education process. But yeah, and and that's on bottom line, that's on him. Like that's when you're like, oh, God, I could really use massage right now and you start calling up places nobody can take you it's like yeah that's on me that that's not on them that requires booking but that's also um i think a hard thing doing is figuring out what the right price is to, to meet the proper demand and the amount of people that you want in and mm-hmm. we could probably all fill our tanks if we were charging twenty dollars i don't know but, if that's necessarily true i, I know it seems like that right. but I think right. price also encourages people to get in too when it's not $20, $20 like what, what some cheap carnival ride? Like, no, thanks. Sorry. I I'm walking over your point here. I apologize. And the, <laughs> my point was that there are courses and studies mm-hmm. and high level experts who study supply and demand and pricing. And it's not an easy thing to figure out. Sure. 
and I think the biggest um, thing that I'm trying to learn is to not be afraid to play with that. You don't have to be stuck on your prices and raising everything, even if it's three or four dollars. If you're having a hundred to three hundred people come in per month at an increase of three or four dollars, that's a you know a thousand dollars plus, right? It's like it's a, a a new bill that you can pay that your right. uh, fuel has gone up, your mm-hmm. gas has gone up, your electricity has gone up. Employee. So, yeah, right, everything. So, um, and again, if you just say three or four dollars, doesn't sound like a big deal at all, right? Mm-hmm. And even you know what I get in my head that I totally, it just kind of mind fucks me. Sorry, it, <laughs> it like messes with my head like that. That the number like sixty nine is better than seventy. Yeah, and like. Right, like these things, and I know everyone says that, but are there actually studies yeah. that show that? Mm-hmm. There yeah. are, yeah. Yeah. there okay. are, um, I, and I, that was I'm one sorry. of the hard decisions. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're like, yeah, let's talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a hard decision for me because we priced everything in the center, our services and our products, to be on the nines, um, and even our products are ninety nine cents. And so switching to this model of 75 and 40, um, it's $40 now where we only raised our salt cave and our infrared sessions by a dollar, um, because we thought we were already kind of on the higher end of that for those, uh, those particular services. So we just raised those from 39 to 40. Um, but that was hard for me to get past because like everything I knew was sell it on the nine, sell it on the nine. And then like, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. And for the services, no worries. We left our products at 99. Um, but you know, there is a premium pricing strategy as well, where it is a round number. Um, and then Mm -hmm. there's that, like the, the odd number, like $17, you know, $17 courses are huge out there and, or $27 courses. So there's a new movement towards like this seven thing. And I haven't seen studies on that one yet, but I know it's kind of a trend in like a lot of uh, digital content. So I, this is something I look up every few years, and I haven't done it since COVID. So I, I don't know if there are even any current current research on this because there is always like this. Okay, is this the new number that psychologically is going to bring make more people want to make the purchase? And um, I think I remember five was the maybe that was quite a while ago actually. But anyway, every once in a while somebody's like, "This is the new number," and then they do the study mm-hmm. on it. They do an A/B test, and it's like, nope, nope. Um, People will pay $3, $4 more, more commonly than, you know, they'll pay 79 over 75. You'll, you'll get, you know, X percentage over that. Just don't know, man. Monkey mind. I I, I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. We're, we're, we're not that bright. <laughs> we're not. Yeah. And that'll Everyone be my could... next increase. So nice. I, I'm like flabbergasted because that is just weird. And I know I've heard these things before and I truly believe that's been like the struggle because to go from 69 to what 79 i think that's kind of a big jump and i don't know if that would fly in my area mm-hmm. so i it seems fairly big to me but mm-hmm. when to hear you say that that 79 is actually better than 75 like it's hard to wrap my brain around that i will say right now our floats are 75 so I'm, <laughs> you know, but 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 it was because of the price jump it was too i can't i think was it gosh it might have been from 59 like so to make that big of a jump um, was, was too much. Yeah. I'm going to throw another wild one at you. Like variable pricing is a whole other strategy that you can do. And a lot of other industries do it already. Um, if you think about the airline industry, 
you might fly from point A to point B every single month, but the price is going to be different every single month. It's all, again, based on supply and demand, looking at your forecasts, all of those sorts of things. And that's what a lot of real estate companies do. That's what I spent, you know, my last career, we had variable pricing that changed every single day. Um, it, to some degree, creates a sense of urgency, but sure. sometimes it it feels like, you know, when you're saying, hey, just to let you know, our prices do change every day. If you call us, if you don't lease this today, it might be a different price tomorrow. That I can feel a little like. I could not imagine. Ugh. With a brick and mortar, I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it's it's an option. And some centers do, they don't necessarily think of it as variable pricing, but they discount based on their slow times. And they'll do, you know, yeah, happy hour yeah. floats. But if you think about it in the reverse, where this is your baseline to price here, or it's a premium rate mm -hmm. to float during these more popular times. Um, we haven't found like a popular time. Like, I don't think that we could def like differentiate very easily between like what is premium and what it's not. Um, but sure. some centers do have some of those clear trends that, yeah. you know, that could be another way that you look at your pricing is maybe you're not increasing across the board, but you might increase for those high demand time slots instead. Welcome to Drew's Bodega, where the price changes every day. <laughs> <laughs> can you, but can you, I wonder how that would work out if yeah. there was a system where on the day of, it was mm -hmm. at its highest price. And, mm -hmm. oh, interesting. you know, or, or if there was a, a system that said there's a bunch of people looking at this day. So as yeah. they're looking at it, the price is going up. And there's Tell also about. tools out there. <laughs> <laughs> there's tools out there like Frederick um, that that can uh, discount kind of the reverse again of what you were saying, Drew, is like they would discount if it looks at your books and say you have six spots open. It's going to send out a, a text blast and say, you know, we have these men or it will send those messages to the people who are most likely to respond and actually book on short notice and give them a discount to do it. Um, so that's. Kind of an interesting thing. I know uh, wellness living is like testing a concept similar to that. I don't know that I'm really interested in it or not yet. I might do it just to like play and explore right. and figure it out. More like scientist. But yeah, exactly. I just want to know how it works. Um, but that's another another strategy that you could take. You know, a very common old strategy that I picked up from LMTs was so they have to have come in already, but it's if you book your next appointment now, you get mm -hmm. X percentage off or dollars off, yeah. which I think we is a really that. cool one. I, I like that. Yeah. You're yeah, we so do. We call it the continuous pass. Yeah. Okay. Cool. For, the, nice. for the people who don't want to sign up for a membership, we let them book um, as long as it's within three months of today's date. They have oh, to cool. book and they have to pay for it on the spot mm -hmm. um, and they can change it anytime within it. that three month window is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, but we have this, the pass actually set to expire three months from purchase. Um, and so oh, wow. they, they, can't, they can't use it beyond that time. Um, and we have a, a few people who take advantage of that. And like the, we've said, you know, as long as you keep booking before you leave, you don't lose your discount. Um, but it's not as cheap as the membership. Sure. There's no commitment for it at right. all. Right. Uh, but they do save off of the regular market rate. How much? If, if you don't mind my praying. Yeah, so um, we went from our regular prices at seventy five; those are sixty five. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a very helpful yeah. discount. Yeah, it, it's still a pretty good one, and then there's still incentive, you know, like our, to still go even further to join our membership at fifty five. Um, sure. Do either do either of you do a first time floater discount? Mm -mm. 
This no. okay. We need to do a whole been, episode on this. We, we need yeah, to bring. I've been thinking on. about it, but yeah, like if you Gloria, like, Gloria does. It, 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 her on as price floats pretty expensive too, right? <laughs> I mean, she, it being yeah. in Chicago, she's she's got high prices mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, so. hers are a little bit higher. Yeah, yeah, but it gives you always... that flexibility. If it's a high price, mm-hmm. you could give a discount mm-hmm. and still, mm-hmm. yeah, you know. I will say having our prices increased and, and, you know, we always tell members they get the best deal ever. And so that does whenever we come to a promotional period that having a change from 49 to 55 changes things a little bit. Like it used to be easy to do two for 99 floats. And now like the lowest I want to go to keep that promise to our members is two for 110. And that doesn't quite roll Nope. the same way and doesn't incentivize the same way at all. So we changed that strategy. The strategy of what you tell your members or your pricing? <laughs> <laughs> no. um, we still tell our members the, the same thing. We always try to give you, and, and I do sometimes say, we always try to give you the best deals possible. Um, but our like discounting strategy, again, we try not to go below 55, but this year we also just entirely changed our gift certificate strategy to move away from service-based um, give certificates and move towards dollar values. And it's interesting because we're actually seeing where somebody would purchase a single float, which is $75. We're seeing more gift certificates coming in for a hundred. Sure. And so and, that's, that's pretty interesting because that also encourages the recipient to come back again because that, yeah. they have that credit for it, mm-hmm. uh, which is an easy upsell then for us since we do an intro package it's a little bit more achievable for them to say, oh, well, so that float, instead of being 75 for two today, I only have to pay 50 and I still get two more floats. And people really like that so far. I love it. Uh, Drew, you mentioned, actually, both of you brought this up, but um, are do you have any plans on your members' price increase? Or are you like uh, Kim, where you're like, hey, you're grandfathered in for now at this price? Yeah, I'm definitely grandfathering cool. in my members. I like that. And um, yeah, I probably, I probably just let them ride, and if people leave, they leave, and if they don't, mm-hmm. they can stay at that price from now on, and that's a perk for them. But right. the actual membership will also go up, and I will tell them it's not going up for you. But if you stop, right, and then come back to it, it'll be the new price. We had yeah, some that's... sale. I, I'll just go real quick here that. It was for $39 float membership. And I don't even remember how or why we did that. Um, but we have people coming in for $39 still. And it's like, our cost per float is like $35. So this is just like, we're just friends hanging out at this point. There's no, no <laughs> real exchange. Um, it might be time to reevaluate that one. Yeah, I know, right? Enough people yeah. have dropped off that it's not like hurting our bank or anything. It's like, cool. The fact that you show here, I'm sh- uh, show up here four times a month and I'm sure mm-hmm. are telling people about it. I'm completely fine with it. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's part of your overall strategy is really looking at like the relationship piece of it. It's not just about the dollar value. It's, you know, those folks, if they've stayed with you for that long and they are sending you, you know, additional guests, then like it, it's worth it because your cost of advertising to acquire a new customer is higher than what you're actually, you know, uh, paying, essentially losing for that particular guest who's on a, a really discounted membership. Yeah. I've been telling my staff, we treat members different as far as like they get more leeway mm-hmm. where they're the people we get to know. And those are the people that will um, sing your praises and 
tell people about you and that's kind of look at that as an advertising cost right yeah so it, it really is such a good point um so we have a floater that likes it a degree i can't remember if it's hotter or colder whatever it is i think it's cooler so at closing it must be on friday nights there's a task in helm that says turn the temperature down a degree um he comes in floats and then we bump it back up and then it gets back up to temperature for the next floater He's also the one that whenever we have a sale or a really cool post, shares it on social media as well. So, like, he's dedicated. Like, he comes in every single Saturday. You got it. He's, he's so you'll do that extra evangelical. Yeah. 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 Like, and you're building that. No building sweat, loyalty is a huge piece of it all. And right? that's one of the things that we we strive for is about building loyalty and rewarding loyalty. And that's why I don't like first time discounts because the first time it's curious, you know, right. you've heard about yes. this thing, you might like it, you might not. Um, but the more you come in, that's where we're going to start rewarding you and help you to bring your costs down and help you to get more committed to the practice for yourself. And you're right. going to see greater benefits and it's just going to cost you less to do that. So it's that bucket list. Well, we'll do a whole nother episode on that. Yeah. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Cool. cool. So they're grandfathered so in. I like that. Um, what are you thinking right now? Oh, oh, I oh. forgot to mention. Yeah. Also, I can't believe I. This is like I can't believe I forgot to mention this. I'm getting a new tank. So oh, snap. yeah. So I signed my loan documents this week, <laughs> and then um, I have to transfer it, and then wait maybe ten to twelve or more weeks and <laughs> get it in the dead of winter in New Hampshire. <laughs> and, um, so, along with the price increase, I'll announce that. We're getting a new tank. Oh, cool. And uh-huh. I'm getting rid of the affiliate and um, I'm going to replace it with a superior pod. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Man. So I'm really excited about that to go from basically like the least amount of technology float tank that <laughs> is out there to the like a very high advanced technology. Nice. And, um, and also it'll be easier to change the filter. So I can pass that <laughs> off to an employee and feel comfortable doing so. Oh, interesting. So, I didn't know about yeah. William's filter changing. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. Yeah. Oh, it is. Dang it. Yeah. Okay. I okay. think so. I think it should be a lot easier than it is. We love you, Jeremy. We do love you, man. Love you, Jeremy. Miss you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it helped. It's lasted four years. It's helped. It helped me get started. And I, nice. I don't know if I ever had said this, but um, one of the reasons I got that tank was because Jeremy let me pay in payments. So Mm -hmm. I had a year of payments. I paid half and then half in payments. And it like helped save me thousands of dollars, you know, and Mm -hmm. it got me business. It helped generate revenue. So it served its purpose, but yeah, it's, um, it's it's starting to see better days. So with the price increase, I'll be able to market. So that's something else I meant to say, excuse me, if you can add, if you're going to increase, you can also show that you're adding something for that increase Mm -hmm. if you're going to announce it that's something to think about so i'm going to tie those in together yes yes that's smart so you are going to announce it then and are you are you thinking six or eight yeah that's what i want to ask where are you going what's the number what's your increase oh for your increase yeah. Um I'm stuck so I've been stuck on the seventy five fifty five because of the fives. I like five. Fives are good. Fives are fine. Fives are good. Yes. I, well now I'm starting to get but I was always second guessing because yeah, nine is the, nine, the rule. 
But now you guys both have 75. Like Kim and I are very similar with pretty much everything we've done. Some and a lot of times not even intentionally. But um the 7555 just sounds smooth. Mm-hmm. It it works. Yeah, it works. And, you know, we also know that we have room that once we get, you know, in a year or so, if we still see these costs continuing to rise mm. and we need to increase it again, then we will jump then to 79. Sure. Um, but I was with you, Drew. That felt like a bigger jump to me. Some of our guests probably wouldn't have even noticed it at all. Sure. Uh, but for us, really, that typically only impacts our new folks because everybody else is coming in either on a package or the majority of them are coming in as members at that point. So yeah, most people don't know how much your, your services cost. Yeah. So now it's 75, 55. I like how that sounds. I'm feeling a little more confident about it. So you got this. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, cool. So you have room for the upgrade. Finally get on that nine. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, as much as we're like, yeah, the studies show that there's a purchase difference with the nines, like, how much of a big difference is that actually going to be? Are you ever going to notice it? Probably not, right? Nope. You know, and I'll say my friend is a massage therapist and he has been open um, about three and a half years. Actually, uh, this might be, he's coming up in his fourth year actually. And he has raised his prices consistently at least once a year, if not twice a year. And he's done everything from a couple of dollars to a big $10 jump. And he does it because he is so booked out. Like he has been booked through January since, I don't know, September. He's booked at least three to four months out on his massage and he keeps raising his prices and people are still coming. (laughs) And so his, he's hit every number. He's done the odd numbers. He's done the fives. He's done the nines. He's done the premium zeros. He's done them all. And people are still coming in. So the quality if you've got there. a good service, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've got a good service, people are going to pay for it. Um, and then, of course, I think there is that piece, kind of what Dylan was hinting at earlier, like of also, if you have those higher prices, that also allows you to be in a better financial position to give back to your community to help the people who legitimately cannot afford your services. You can set up programs, you can set up pay it forward things, or pay what you can days, or whatever your your heart desires and that sort of stuff. Um, but you, when you are in a good, strong financial position, you're in a better position to help the people that can't afford that higher price too. Another something else I'd like to say about the float industry is that as I've learned about business, because I really didn't have actual business experience or really that much knowledge, but the more I learn about it, the more we don't follow traditional business often for whatever reason. I think our industry and what we're doing isn't your standard textbook industry. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I often forget. Like I get to go to work with my long hair in board shorts and a (laughs) t-shirt and have a very good business and people who are in suits advising me are just blown away by it. Mm -hmm. Right. So it, it's not necessarily a traditional thing. And I think the people that come to a float center or are attracted to a float center are pretty tons of atypical weirdo. I say endearingly people who are just not your standard textbook Mm -hmm. researched person. Right. Or at least the people you're attracting, at the very least, right? Right, right. Perfect. 
Because they're filling up your yeah. yeah, and hopefully they're not people who pay attention to like 55 or 59. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just go 55. <laughs> right. Love it. That's yeah. Good. So, when, good. yeah, whenever I think like, so I get stuck on stuff like that. Like textbook is 69. I know, I know that it's a nine number, but part of me is also like, I'm just kind of a rep. Whenever there's something that's supposed to always be done some way, just the way I am, I'm kind of anti-authority. And I, I try to think like, why? And I, I think about it, but like, I've been thinking the 7555, but I haven't been like sold on it because it's textbook, but I'm like trying to think why. So now you guys make me feel a little more confident about it that to know that, yeah, people are doing that. So, but yeah, I always try to like, that's from jujitsu too. If you can't go right, go left. And if something's going on to the left, you look at the right. Right. So, um, I just try to keep an open mind and see what we could do a little bit different. Seems to be working for you, man. <laughs> like whatever you're doing, it's working. I'm happy for you. Is there anything else anybody wants to share before we close out? No. Good, good luck. If the it's holidays time, it's time. Yeah. Don't fear it. Yeah. 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 Good luck with the holidays, everybody. We'll, we'll uh, be sharing next week about how our centers are doing and a little bit more about our holiday stuff. But um, yeah, till next time, well, let's just close it out. Thanks to my co-host tonight. This has been a fun, interesting discussion. And uh, I look forward to checking in with you, Drew, on mid-January here. Um, let's see here. What else? Thanks to Olga for producing our show. Thanks to Kim for taking show notes live as we record. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks for anybody who's sponsoring us on Patreon. It means a ton. Thank you so much. And of course, thanks to our sponsors, Helmbat and Isopod. Thank you guys very, very much for supporting the show, letting us have these discussions. And um, any other thanks? No? Yeah. Well then, as always, I show up in a button-up to work and, <laughs> and look very professional. <laughs> Until next week. We'll see you later. Bye.